How much fear of God should you instill in your children? Welcome to the Transformative Daf. My name is Rabbi Daniel Frieden. Today we are on page seven of Tractate Gitin, and we learn that parents give their children wings to bring their mitzvahs to heaven. Mother gives the love and father gives the fear, but each must give the right amount. Otherwise, the mitzvah bird will be lopsided. Welcome to the Transformative Daf, and thank you for being my chavrusa today. I like to begin with a story. Rabbi Yitzhak HaShlomah was the author of the famed Aim Habonim Samecha. In the book, he reverses his prior ideological position that opposed Zionism. Tragically, he never made it to Israel as he was murdered by the Nazis. In his introduction to another important work, Mishneh Sacher, he speaks about his relationship with his mother. I remember when I was eight years old and I was learning Cheskas Habatim. My mother would wake up early on Friday to bake for Shabbos. She would bake a small sweet cake just for me since I was learning Torah, to make the Torah dear in my eyes and make my heart excited for our holy Torah. One time, her baking was delayed so that when I came back from Shul after Shachris, my cake had not yet been baked. I asked, Mommy, Mommy, where's my cake? Because I was hungry. What can I do, dear son? My mother responded wisely, The cake is still in the oven, but I will give you advice to stay your hunger. Know, my son, that the holy Gemara has the effect of quieting hunger and satisfies living beings just like bread and like the cake that I am baking for you. Take the Gemara and review what you studied this week and you will be satiated. You will see that I am correct and you will not feel any hunger. On the contrary, you will taste honey sweeter than from the comb, a taste even sweeter than the cake. Hearing her pleasant words, spoken with a smile and with warmth, burning with love for the Torah to the heart of a small child to excite his heart for our holy Torah, I had no doubt that what she said was true, and I believed that it was actually so, that when a person is hungry and he sits down to learn, he becomes satisfied. I went energetically and took the Gemara and reviewed the week's lessons with great desire until I truly forgot my hunger and even the cake was forgotten. In the meantime, the cake finished baking. And while I was learning, my mother came and brought me the cake and said, Eat your bread with joy. With methods like these, my parents endeared the Torah to me. And this is what gave me the strength to withstand all the trials that have come over me until this point. Today's stuff discusses the fear a man instills in the members of his household. Such fear should not be excessive. Let's look at the Gemara. Rabbi Yehuda quoted Rav, whoever instills excessive fear in his family members will eventually end up transgressing the three sins of immorality, murder, and Shabbos desecration. Rabbi Baruch said, that which the rabbis taught, a person must say three things in his house. Erev Shabbos as it gets dark, have you tied the food? Have you prepared the Erev? Have you lit the candles? One must say them gently so that they are accepted from him. Rabbi Abahu taught, a person should never instill excessive fear in his family members. For a great man instilled excessive fear in his family and they fed him something major. Who was that? Nebuchadnezzar ben Gamliel. Do you really think they fed it to him? Rather, they almost fed it to him. And what was it? A limb from a living animal. Says Rashi, they misplaced the slaughtered meat and they were so afraid of how he would react that they simply cut off a limb from a living animal and prepared it for him such that he wouldn't realize. Let's analyze the Gemara. Rabbi Abou warns against instilling excessive fear in the house. What's intriguing is that he doesn't say one should never instill any fear in his family members. 
He says one should not instill excessive fear. Why would Rabbi Yaboa want a man to instill fear in his home? Being raised in a home committed to Torah sometimes leads to perfunctory mitzvah observance. You're not putting on tefillin because you're enraptured by the opportunity to bind yourself to Hashem. It's just something you've been trained to do each morning. You're not lighting Shabbos candles, feeling the warmth of the Shekhinah envelop the home. You're just rushing to get those candles lit before the deadline on the calendar. A mitzvah performed by rote and lacking spiritual fervor certainly ascends to heaven. Nevertheless, according to the Kabbalists, if you want to supercharge a mitzvah, you need to give it wings and enable it to soar to heaven at hyperspeed. What are the wings for mitzvahs? Love and fear of God. Love of God is the emotion of passion and excitement one has when performing a mitzvah. You're not doing it just to fulfill your obligation get it over and done with. You're enjoying and savoring every moment. How do we learn to love God? From our mothers. Rav Salvechik expressed this idea in a way that parallels the musings of Rabbi Tachtel. He wrote, Mother taught me that there is a flavor, a warmth to mitzvot. I learned from her the most important thing in life, to feel the presence of the Almighty and the gentle pressure of his hand resting upon my frail shoulders. That fun, exciting feeling that the children have as Shabbos is approaching? That's the love of the mitzvah the mother must instill in her family members. And that's why the Aisha Schayel, the woman of valor, has always been the mainstay of Judaism. It is she who fills her family with the love of heaven that makes them want to embrace our tradition and carry on the baton to the next generation. But love is not enough. We must also fear God. The role of the father is to instill fear into his family members. He's tasked with teaching them how to serve God with discipline, rigor, and seriousness. He must be like the captain who makes sure on Erev Shabbos that everything is ready on time. Shabbos is fun and exciting, but if it's not ready at the right time, it's no longer a mitzvah. Lighting Shabbos candles a minute after sunset isn't a mitzvah. It's a sin. Nevertheless, he is warned that it must be said gently. If you come in like a tyrant, that defeats the purpose. That's called excessive fear. You've taken all the fun out of Shabbos. You've made it into the time of the week that everyone in the home dreads. That's what happened with Rabbi Hanin ben Gamliel. Instead of gently instilling fear of heaven into his family members, they had become scared of him. And so when they misplaced the meat, they were so terrified of his reaction that they served him trafe meat rather than facing his wrath. If your family members are doing mitzvahs because they fear you, you failed in your mission. Inevitably, what happens next is the kids grow up, move out, and leave Yiddishkeit altogether. Why? Because they were only keeping it because they feared their father, not because they feared heaven. As an aside, it's worth noting what fear of heaven truly means. It doesn't mean that you feel the Almighty as a vengeful God who is out to get you. It means that you fear detaching yourself from your heavenly connection. Every mitzvah you do strengthens your bond with heaven. Every transgression you commit loosens the bond, weakening the divine flow of energy. That's scary. Who would want to detach himself from the divine energy flow? That's the meaning of fear of heaven, and it's the role of the patriarch to instill that fear into his household. Love and fear are both paramount. Teaching one and not the other creates a lopsided mitzvah bird. You can't fly with only one wing. It's like little Johnny who comes home from school one day and tells his mother that they had a substitute teacher. How was she? asks the mother. Well, she wasn't as good on piano as Mrs. Brown. 
She needed two hands to play the piano. Mrs. Brown can play with just one. Obviously, playing piano with one hand only gets the melody. That may create a beautiful tune, but once you add the left hand, you capture the whole song in all its vibrancy. That's what love and fear of God are about, taking the mitzvah from its dry, monotone state and making it come alive. For mitzvahs to fly up to heaven, they require love and fear. Both aspects are vital for the ideal service of Hashem. May you instill the right amount of love and fear to have all your family's mitzvahs fly directly to the Almighty's glorious throne, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Daft Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. If you've enjoyed being my Chavrusa today, please consider purchasing the book series or partnering with the Center for Torah Values as we show the value of Torah and instill our values with Torah. Check it out at transformativedaft.com and across social media at Rabbi Daniel Friedman.